This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Coming up on 5-Minute News... Russia prepping pretext for Ukraine invasion, says U.S. intelligence. Supreme Court in Ohio rejects GOP-drawn congressional map. And COVID-19 soars in Brazil with hospitals under pressure. It's Saturday, January 15. I'm Anthony Davis. Intelligence officials in the US have determined an effort is underway in Russia to create a pretext for its troops to further invade Ukraine, and Moscow has already prepositioned operatives to conduct a false flag operation in eastern Ukraine, according to the White House. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said on Friday the intelligence findings show Russia is also laying the groundwork through a social media disinformation campaign that frames Ukraine as an aggressor that has been preparing an imminent attack against Russian-backed forces in eastern Ukraine. Saki charged that Russia has already dispatched operatives trained in urban warfare who could use explosives to carry out acts of sabotage against Russia's own proxy forces, blaming the acts on Ukraine if Russian President Vladimir Putin decides he wants to move forward with an invasion. Pentagon spokesman John Kirby described the intelligence as very credible. A US official who was not authorized to comment on the intelligence and spoke on condition of anonymity said much of it was gleaned from intercepted communications and observations on the movements of people. The US intelligence findings, which were declassified and shared with US allies before being made public, estimate that a military invasion could begin between mid-January and mid-February. Ukraine is also monitoring the potential use of disinformation by Russia. Separately, Ukrainian media on Friday reported that authorities believed Russian special services were planning a possible false flag incident to provoke additional conflict. The new U.S. intelligence was unveiled after a series of talks between Russia and the U.S. and its Western allies this week in Europe, aimed at heading off the escalating crisis, made little progress. Ohio's Republican-drawn congressional map was rejected by the state's high court on Friday, giving hope to national Democrats who had argued it unfairly delivered several potentially competitive seats in this year's critical midterm elections to Republicans. In the 4-3 decision, the Ohio Supreme Court returned the map to the Ohio General Assembly, where Republicans hold supermajorities in both chambers, and then to the powerful Ohio Redistricting Commission. The two bodies have a combined 60 days to draw new lines that comply with a 2018 constitutional amendment against gerrymandering. The commission was already in the process of reconstituting so it can redraw GOP-drawn legislative maps the court also rejected this week as gerrymandered. That decision gave the panel 10 days to comply. 
With February 2nd and March 4 looming as the filing dates for legislative and congressional candidates respectively, the decisions have raised questions of whether the state's May 3rd primary may have to be extended. The Ohio Republican Party chair called the situation a mess, criticizing the Ohio Supreme Court for giving the commission less than two weeks to come up with new legislative maps. Justices chastised Republicans in both decisions for flouting the voters' wishes and the Constitution and directed them to move with haste. Writing for the majority, Justice Michael Donnelly wrote, The evidence in these cases makes clear beyond all doubt that the General Assembly did not heed the clarion call set by Ohio voters to stop political gerrymandering. Voting rights advocates and Democrats praised the court's ruling, their second victory this week. Brazil is suffering a sharp rise in COVID-19 cases as the Omicron variant spreads through the country, putting pressure on health services and weighing on an already sputtering economy. Insufficient testing and a data blackout caused by hackers have made it harder for experts to track the spread of the highly contagious variant in Brazil, but there are increasingly clear signs it is hitting Latin America's largest nation hard. Confirmed cases have almost doubled since last week, with the rolling average for the past seven days surging to 52,500 from 27,267 last Wednesday. Experts believe the actual number is much higher due to a shortage of tests and patchy systems for reporting and public disclosure of data. So far, deaths at around 120 a day remain far lower than last year, when Brazil was briefly the global epicentre of the pandemic, with more than 3,000 deaths per day. With more than 620,000 dead, Brazil has the third highest death toll from COVID-19 behind the United States and Russia. President Jair Bolsonaro has been widely criticised for his handling of the pandemic, rallying against lockdowns, refusing to wear a mask in public and opting not to get vaccinated. Epidemiologists hope a strong vaccination campaign, which has seen 67% of the population fully inoculated, will dent the impact of the current wave of infections. But as demand rises for health services, hospitals are also suffering staff shortages as doctors and nurses self-isolate after testing positive for the virus. A Sao Paulo Physicians' Union on Friday threatened a strike next Wednesday by doctors staffing public clinics in the country's biggest city to demand reinforcements. The union said frontline doctors were suffering from exhaustion and understaffing as infected colleagues are forced to isolate. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app, Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate. Delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. Hello everyone. 
My name is Tom Kearns, and I host the Anglo-Saxon England podcast, where I cover the history and culture of England from the departure of the Romans in the 5th century to the Norman Conquest in 1066. So far, we've surveyed the collapse of Roman rule in Britain, the migration of the Anglo-Saxons, and the history of Northumbria from its beginnings in the mists of legend to its destruction at the hands of Viking raiders in the 9th century. I hope you'll come and give it a go.